0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Syngenta, a leading agriculture company helping to improve global food security by enabling millions of farmers to make better use of available resources. Learn more at syngenta.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says House Democrats are inching closer to consideration of the U.S. Mexico-Canada agreement.
1: I can honestly say that I think every day we are becoming closer. They are meeting yesterday with the uh, trade representative with some of our task force. I think they're going to meet again later today, uh, perhaps one more time. And then we should just see that the issue is, do we have enforcement?
0: She says that enforcement language is the critical piece of the agreement.
1: Uh, But we feel very good about being on a path to yes. We're not there yet because we don't have the enforceability assurance that we need to have. While we have some good things in the bill, it's only a list of good things unless it can be enforced.
0: The Mexican president sent a letter to House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal today outlining the steps the country is willing to take to address labor reform. Deputy Ag Secretary Steve Sensky is trying to calm frustrations over the Trump administration's recent biofuel policy announcement. AgriPulse's Ben Nolli has more.
2: Deputy Secretary of Agriculture Steve Sensky attempted to reassure the Senate Ag Committee today the Trump administration is committed to the ethanol industry. Speaking to reporters after the hearing, Sensky says President Trump understands meeting the obligated 15 billion gallons in the renewable fuel standard volume requirements – means 15 billion gallons
3: president and that starts at the top has uh, directed that that 15 billion gallons will be met I know that secretary Purdue has spoken with administrator wheeler about that even late last week and and everyone's fully on board and understands that 15 billion gallons means 15 billion gallons
2: Sensky says the administration plans on working with the industry to help them understand the proposal yeah I do think that we have to work I mean I think that is uh, uh, something that we
3: need to be working with the industry Industry to make sure that they understand that that commitment remains for that 15 billion gallons. I think it did surprise folks, and I think that's why you saw the somewhat negative statements that came out initially.
2: Members of the committee also pressed Sensky on the market facilitation program, farm service agency staffing, and the supplemental nutrition assistance program. At the Capitol, I'm Ben Nully for AgriPulse. A
0: South Dakota cattle feeder says he wants to see the industry recognized for its role in carbon mitigation. Todd Wilkinson testified at a Senate Environment and Public Works Subcommittee hearing today on behalf of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. After the hearing, he told AgriPulse he thinks policymakers should recognize the benefits of grazing.
2: We're a net sink through the grazing process. The root structure of the, of the grasses kind of goes back to the buffalo. The, the grasses will sequester that uh, carbon, and we end up with uh, pulling more carbon out of the air um, so, we end up with a, as I said, a net sink.
0: He says innovations within the industry are improving production efficiency. The hearing focused on industry led initiatives to reduce carbon emissions. University of Wisconsin Associate Professor Andrea Dutton told the subcommittee that voluntary solutions are inadequate to address the issue.
3: They don't even come close. Voluntary reductions are but proverbial drops in the bucket. Because of decades of relative inaction, the scale of the problem has grown and the time to act is rapidly shrinking. Policy solutions must therefore be bold, moving us rapidly towards net zero emissions with the aid of stringent and integrated policy interventions, including putting a price on carbon.
0: Finally, today, an explosion in Dodge City, Kansas shut down parts of a Cargill packing plant for the day. According to Cargill's Daniel Sullivan, the explosion happened at a small standalone building at the company's Dodge City facility. He said two employees are receiving medical treatment for burns and some shifts were suspended, but fabrication shifts at the facility remained on schedule. The explosion's cause is under investigation. An August fire at a Tyson facility in Holcomb, Kansas, damaged the facility there as well. It is expected to be fully reopened by the beginning of the year. Now, here's a word from our sponsor.
3: Syngenta is a leading agriculture company helping to improve global food security by enabling millions of farmers to make better use of available resources. Through world-class science and innovative crop solutions, Syngenta is working to transform how crops are grown. In the U.S., Syngenta is investing and expanding its seed business, offering growers even more choices. Learn more at www.syngenta.com.
0: That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in
1: Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.